Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join us. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Hey. Hi. We have not been in this living room in a long time. It's been, yeah. I mean, I know yeah. episode one was, you know, episode one, but that was recorded a while back. It was recorded yeah. a while back. Both of us took some space for various reasons. Definitely. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The summer was like... A, not a wasteland it was like uh it was a time gap it was like everything yeah. was kind of it was a black hole and this and the necessary <laughs> we we devolved back to primordial liquid like, <laughs> to the point where i can't even talk while. right now <laughs> it was it's wild okay. um, i had to learn how to teach again i'm not gonna lie the first couple of weeks i was like wait what do i do mm-hmm, uh-huh. <laughs> that's why i was texting other friends as well and like we were like okay is this how we're supposed to do this because also for us in california that was our first year back from yes. covid yes it was as far as like teaching without masks yeah or optional only masks. for the last couple of weeks yeah. yeah 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 because masks came off in april uh-huh. yeah see again so it's like time you know i know time still flat last year was not normal this was this is the first first normal year in a while quote, i mean unquote. kind of quote yeah, yeah. air first quote recovery year mm-hmm. first year towards a normalcy yes and my and i haven't been doing great so um i had to take a few weeks off had some health stuff hit mm. and so we are so glad to be back yes yes in the studio yes and feeling i'm feeling clear-headed for the first time in a long time this is funny also yeah. because like this other than again that one episode like we were on the road several times even episode two yeah. on the road yeah and so yeah it's good to be back it's good, it back. Is. It's good, good to be see back. you it's good to see your face good to deal with your sass again uh-huh. mm-hmm. i know we've had to do it over marco polo <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so how's it going it's going good um today was our kids first day back from fall break so we are in quarter two right. <laughs> we completely skipped quarter one this year uh yeah. with documenting it yeah. so uh, we want to do an episode just to kind of catch up like how mm-hmm. this year is going i feel like um even though i feel like it was a little bit of a rocky start for me as far as my teaching confidence is concerned sure. by the time i got about halfway through the quarter it felt like a fresh start in a lot of ways like um some of the classes that i was really struggling with uh last year uh even just changing their classroom teacher and mixing the kids up Mm. into new groups, it kind of hit the reset button. So some of the kids that were really um, exhibiting a lot of very challenging behaviors last year seem to have calmed a little bit. And I think, I think it's the stability. I think it's uh, they're, they're a little more confident that we're not going anywhere, that school is, Mm. you know, going to keep rolling along and um the instruments came out of hiding again and uh because i feel like i can trust them again you know yeah so school's been a school's been a lot more fun good and i'm really grateful for that yeah how about you it's wild um this is my first year after teaching so my last backtrack back backpedal <laughs> back, <laughs> back something yeah don't go wayne's world on me though but like it's like it was uh it, we last don't year, have enough sound effects on this podcast we can make that work though <laughs> just sample a bunch of our mouths doing weird like sound effects um <laughs> not it <laughs> nose goes um but last year was my first year of kindergartners being going all the way to sixth grade uh-huh and so once they got promoted um it was i want to say it was a fresh start it was not a fresh start but it was definitely okay this is a new chapter this is it and everything is just different i have now been teaching for eight years which 
is congrats uh, it's still wild i don't know it's just it's yeah. hard to wrap my head around it i don't feel like a young teacher anymore but i don't feel like an old teacher and sure, so like yeah. i'm in this weird space um not, even, not, not somewhat a liminal space almost mm-hmm. and so that plus also other things i'm still t- uh, still trying to take care of so also like i've been entering different modalities of uh focusing on um workshopping as well like this is my first foray into it so everything so that even though that's not inside the classroom that's still affecting my mind space still affecting how much time i can prep etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's been a weird sta- uh, weird dance of confidence but also all right but now that's open roads <laughs> yeah for sure um also i feel like a lot there's a huge confidence boost while everyone was struggling with COVID teaching online. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually like, oh yeah, I'm a millennial. I know this. <laughs> I know and so now that we're going back into the classroom, it's a, again a weird mix of confidence, but also it's it's a weird mix of as well as uh, imposter syndrome is kicking back in. Interesting. Yeah. So it's uh, I don't know. It's um, it's been a weird dance. Hmm. Yeah. You are the movement guy. I am the moving guy, and I've been pushing, been pushed more and more. Show to me do that it. emotion in a round shape. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and also, like a lot, I think also this year I'm starting to shed old material. I'm starting to like really discern what do I want to teach. And mm-hmm. see, it's not a liminal space. It's not a liminal space. It's just a transitional space. It's a space of growth, and so um, I'm enjoying it. And yet, also, it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Isn't it funny how our jobs are a lot? <laughs> and it seems like every Surprise. time, right? It seems like every time we have a break, even a weekend, it's mm-hmm. like I forget how much work it is. You know, it's just you. And I was trying to explain this to my husband because I had to take, you know, I ended up taking about five weeks off. Um, I had some stuff hit, needed to go to the hospital for a while. Fine now. Um, but uh, I needed some time to heal. And so I, he works from home. So I'm hanging around the house and uh, and just watching the pattern of his work day. Mm. And um, and he, he works a lot, you know, and he works oh, yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same. <laughs> You know, he has spurts and then there are, you know, times mm-hmm. where he has some freedom to decide. And, and I mean, we are on like your, your souls hit the ground of school, mm-hmm. you know, and from that moment, it's like you're performing until you, until your butt lands in your driver's seat to go home. So another big change, and don't worry, I'm not just doing a tangent. Uh, uh, another okay. another big change, change at, at our <laughs> school site is we finally got a new art teacher oh yeah and the thing is he was a general teacher for a while okay he jumped in Uh and welcome (laughs) welcome yes actually it'd be cool if we actually have kevin on he's really cool i'm down great thoughts as well but um only if we have my art teacher on too i'm down she's the love of my life sorry brian now he knows (laughs) um we call each other our work wives mm. Mm mm-hmm so th- he entered the um, the Arvapa space for the first time, and he was similar observations. Like this is, while like as a general teacher, there's a lot of times where you, like you can sit down, you can yep. pace things out, work on small groups, as opposed to when you're a Vapa teacher, especially. I'd hate for, I'd hate to be in this position because he's also at two school sites. Ah, uh, yes. So it's like. Constantly, constantly psyching through but also it's the pacing it's yes. always as you mentioned it is constantly it feels almost like you're putting on a performance it's yeah. not that but it that's the pacing that's well the, you've got what 40 minutes in your 40, class yeah yeah uh, for when he's uh, the rotations that for him it would be 45 okay regardless sure. it's there well, yeah to cram as much 
of your content into the kids for the next, you know, for him, it's every other week. Every other week. And so yeah, even more so because you can't establish rapport as well. Right. It's hard enough for me. Mm-hmm. Harder for him, especially for the, the place that he used to be in where you saw the kids every single day. Yeah. It's a wild stuff. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah. It's, all, it's hard being a teacher. <laughs> is that what it is hard being a teacher. It's just a different kind of hard, yeah. depending on what kind of teacher you are. Um, yeah. And it's important to find those ways to um, to maintain energy level. And what I think I've, uh, I've been thinking, I've had a lot of time to lay in bed and think. Mm. I can't remember the last time I really had that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> it was, <laughs> the universe told me to sit down. <laughs> sit down and stop doing things, Crystal. Um, and so I did. And I was thinking about how, you know, you and I have talked a lot about our hearts behind why we do what we do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's where we connect is our passion, even though it manifests itself in very different ways. Quite. Um, we listen to episode one of the season. <laughs> <laughs> we listen to all of it. Like, all of it. Yes, 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 every yes. episode. Um, I'm at one twice, end of the spectrum know? and Three Sean's times. at the other. That's, but I think that's one of the things that makes our friendship so special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why we love each other so much is we center on that passion. Mm-hmm. You know, we, Definitely. we love the kids and it always comes back to that. But, um, you and I both suffer some guilt, uh, whenever we have to be away or when we feel like we're not working enough or like, how can I take time for myself when, uh, when, you know, these guys are going to suffer. And it's, that's something that we've talked about and worked through. Yeah. And I've learned that's just life. I mean, and the, and as a woman, you know, I've had babies and I needed to take some time off. Mm-hmm. I had this latest episode hit and I needed to take time to heal. And sometimes your mental health is suffering yeah. and I've taken time off for that too. And I come back and if I take the time off, I will be better when I come back. I will be more impactful than if I just tried to push through. And instead of just letting my body and my mind disintegrate, I take the time that I need and then I can come back and I can be my best self. I'm with you there. Um, no, but <laughs> just Anna. Yeah. Um, it was uh, the last week before fall break was really hard for me for different reasons. Um, but I recognized similarly, I need to stop. Like, I took three days off mm. um, because That's I realized good. I could not, like I was breaking down to a point where I can't, it's not just that it'll be fine. I also am doing them a disservice if I stay in the classroom. Yeah. That they got to that point. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm full grants. Like, sometimes you just got to let go of it and come back when you're stronger. Yeah. You know, and the the best thing for the kids is for you to be well-regulated. Yeah. We've, we've talked about that, too. Yeah, several times. Especially quoting Darlene Masha Khan in her, that one episode. Yeah. Like, SEL starts with you. Yes, and I, I was thinking about my school counselor. She mm. says the best intervention for a, an unregulated child is a regulated adult <laughs> um, because of the sympathetic nervous system response. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you are calm and your heart is, you know, going at a, a calm rate and your breathing is calm and your whole persona is calm, they will they will get there. They'll match it. But if you're not in a place where you can offer that, then it's time to step back and let the rest of the team step up. That's the hard part. It is the hard That's part. That's the hard part, it especially hard part. when, I mean, it depends on the school side or it depends on the community you're part of, but if they aren't people that step up, yeah. will that f- vacuum force them to come together? And it's, it's, uh, whether it does or not, you take the time you need is what I would say. I agree. I, I also yeah. like, in order for the time, because eventually we will not be in the community that we teach in. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason, whether, yeah. And so, yeah. 
how can we also establish how can we with grace with also intelligence and also with like how can we create a system to where when we do eventually go mm-hmm. that the vacuum doesn't create chaos yeah and so that's I, I mean i have not been in that headspace to try to plan it out but it, as i'm getting this again my eighth year teaching here it's like okay i can't do everything i was doing earlier mm-hmm. um how can i make sure that when i'm not there that mm-hmm. things don't fall apart and so yeah. What systems can you create that run themselves? This was the best my room has looked after any sub absence ever. I have been gone for one day and come back to a room completely destroyed in the past and instruments broken. And I was not expecting to, to be off. Um, this last time, mm-hmm. um, things hit pretty hard, pretty fast. And so I did not leave my room sub ready mm. at all. Mm. I normally stash all the instruments out of sight and like <laughs> batten down the hatches and like leave threatening notes for the sub. Like, don't touch the instruments. <laughs> well, then you had a dope sub. <laughs> I did. I'll get to that later, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. um, but I didn't have that, but I think because I've, um, taught the kids mm-hmm. how to respect the room yeah, yeah. and I'm so crazy that even with the wobble cushions that I let them sit on. Uh, they get stacked up like books on a bookshelf not like pancakes that's (laughs) when they get put away Mm -hmm. i have like a row where they where they go we practice putting things away nice and neat and because we've i've drilled it into them yeah yeah, they they kept it that way and uh and when i came back today and i reviewed my rules they were like we were ready to go i it almost felt like there was no gap which was really amazing. And yes, I did have an amazing sub. <laughs> My very good friend, Joey, who I'm hey, so Joey. grateful for, who's an incredible jazz piano player. Um, then he, he won all of their hearts. Oh, did he? That's he did. so cool. Yeah, awesome. he played for them. He played drums and piano for them. And uh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't worry when I knew he was coming. It's like, okay, he's got this. He's got this, yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, at uh, my school side, there's I've, I've established rapport with certain people to like where I can leave stuff that's musically adjacent or <laughs> based like lo- low level music, like yeah. as long as but yeah, having someone that just knows what they're doing, yes, it's so dope. It is so nice. It's nice to not even have to write out the sub plans. It's like I pointed him to the the spot yeah. in the mm-hmm. curriculum where we were, and I was like, just do what you want. Do what you want. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> keep it you know these are the concepts i'm working on but you know do your thing man and this is i, I don't know i feel like this also leads to talking about systems uh-huh like this these are necessities for yes. a, like a, a system to where when you do leave someone comes in having ensuring that we have substitutes that know how to teach our craft yes know how to, because we like there are general ed substitutes yes and so I don't know places along the list yeah. with, Mar- with Mark's shoes, you know, things that we need. So, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark. Mark says that we all need good shoes, it's and true. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, I dropped some serious money on shoes this year. Did you? I yeah. did. What kind of shoes you get? Uh, they're called Kuru's. Okay. This podcast is not sponsored no, by Kuru, not, but, but I would be okay yeah, with that. Hit us up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. They're and they're great. I wear them all day. Um, yeah, I. I think that uh, the older I get, I've been teaching a while now. Yeah. Um, the the more important I realize how it how important it is to have systems, and it's not just for the kids; it's for my sanity. Mm. Like, really, I need a clean space. 
I need to exist in a clean space. I need to know where things are. Yeah. My mind is enough of a mess. <laughs> I need to know where the frame drums are, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially when we're switching classes so quickly, I need to know that, um, you know, I'll reach into my basket of frame drums and I will pull up one little pile and I'll find four nested in there. You know, they go in sets of four. <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest differences between being a young teacher and mm. teacher with more years. Um, I a similar situation. Like I've been organized my room more and more. It's like I remember I used to take the mentality of like when I was like a first year, second year. It's like no, like I only have this much time. Let's just do as much music as possible, and I'll adapt. Yeah, I'll move the instruments along the way. I'll place them away like after school. I was like no, 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 no. Those extra two minutes to clean them up properly that saves you fifteen minutes later. And not just that, but also. Assuming that you can adapt and you'll adjust later on, the next mm-hmm. class might not have that space. You might yeah. need that whatever that frame drum, as you reference, like that. Maybe you might need that frame drum right where it needs to be. Otherwise, it hits the fan. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Emotionally, they fall apart. Yes. Well, yes. With their attention. Or again, if you create, if you're trying to create good systems, if that yeah that that like uh, the cornerstone's missing. Yes. Everything. Yes, I I have an angelic second grade class who, if I needed to go through every drawer to find something, they would wait, you know, and the, and it'd be fine. And then I have a third grade class <laughs> where they wouldn't. <laughs> I had the opposite. Really? Yeah. So in my second class are the kids that were online. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that's that that group, and like my third graders were the ones that like were like music was pulled away from them because they were the ones that were doing music until mm. March 2020. So I I don't know, it's just pro- not co-working. It's clearly just the population or the, or the kids that I have right here, but like yeah, my second graders are we're still working on them. Uh-huh. We're still working on it, but third grade, oh, two chef's kisses. Like, it is <laughs> them th- my third grade and fourth grade cohort beat us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I am glad. Yeah, we have quite a mixed bag and there's a lot of reasons for that. Our our school population is very um what I don't know what to say. They change a lot. Like we get new kids, we lose kids. They move around a lot. So I uh I never know who's you know what that what the personality of the class is going to be year to year they change yeah, on me I'm, I'm with you there and that's actually one of mm-hmm. the frustrating things talking about once again systems mm-hmm. um like creating systems but then since we're an overflow school yeah we and also we're a school with a lot of naval folk like kids yep. shift around so much like yep. okay i gotta teach just i mean i could have the person next to them teach them the, the system we have but mm-hmm. if it's constantly rotating door how can i teach effectively with that Mm -hmm. or how can i create a good enough system that's the whole culture buys it in so that it's 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 too it's it's a lot of it's a lot of rotating doors i'm not a huge fan of it i had i'm gonna switch a little bit i had a little bit of an epiphany this year okay um and i a hard right turn (laughs) no it's not it's it relates um but okay just thinking about you know when you're teaching a lesson and you I, I'm very meticulous in writing out my steps and thinking mm-hmm. through exactly how I'm going to teach something, and I practice it. Mm-hmm. So if I have a new folk dance I'm going to teach, or if I have like a poem that I know is going to lead to a dance um, that then leads onto the instruments that uh-huh. le- then leads to you know exploration and improvisation, I will walk through it in my living room, and I have a little glockenspiel in mm-hmm. here, and I um, so I like physically walk through my lessons, um, and so I will just like go in and I know my lesson plans. So when I get in front of my kids, I'm like I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to throw down. And sometimes it just crumbles, you know? And it's like, man, I I thought that I had this, you know, 
really plotted out in your brain. Totally, it's plotted out in my brain, and I thought I brought it back to the simplest points, but um, the students are struggling at you know the higher levels um, more than I expected them to. Um, still, I guess I expected them to make a little bit more progress last sure. year okay. coming back, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm still realizing that with my older kids, they're really not at fifth and sixth grade level. They're they're just not. So I've figured out this year that whether I'm teaching them or I'm teaching a workshop with adults or I'm making a sub plan, um, if I ask myself the question, how would I teach this to second graders? It solves almost every problem. Is that your common denominator, second grade? Yeah. That's decent. Yeah, I just visualize my second graders and where they are. Mm. And and so when it falls apart in, I did it today, when, when it falls apart in fourth grade, um, you know, they can't figure it out. They can't, uh, we were working on a, on Tidio and I, I had like a, um, I had a clapping thing that went with it. It was a circle game and, um, they could not get it. It was just too hard. And so I was like, okay, if I were doing this with second grade, where would I start? Mm. And once I did that, um, and I stepped it back to second grade level, they got it. And then I was able to build forward from there. I did the same thing in sixth grade, too, when I was teaching them a, a song um, on the ORF instruments. We started hands together in a steady beat. Uh-huh. And then I was able to go hands separate. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and then when I was writing out subplans, um, f- because I knew I would need to use our site sub uh, when I first went out before I knew yeah. that I'd get mm-hmm. Joey to come in. He's great, but he's not a musician. Um but I knew, you know, he knew enough that if I gave him a second grade plan that would be interesting enough for the older kids, he could handle it. Okay. Okay. So that's that's my my second tip. Second grade. Second grade. Let yeah. us know. Is that the same thing for you? I all? don't know. Yeah. How would you teach? T- I I'm curious if that works for you or anybody else. But that's so, been my thing. I second grade. Mm-hmm. I like that because uh, I do I do recognize that there is a pulling back that I need to do mm-hmm. and. I, I've only taught for eight years. Uh-huh. Again, again, it's, 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 it's a weird part. I say I've only taught for eight years, and yet also I have taught for eight years. You it's, have. It's, uh, That's not nothing. It's uh, there was this one graphic novel I forget what it was called, but it was like, she, like this girl was in fourth grade, and she constantly jumps back. Was like, I'm only in fourth grade. I, like, I am in fourth grade after all. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of like where I'm, uh, Akiko, I think it was called. Anyways, um, oh that's cute. Oh yeah, great, uh, great story. But like, I feel the same situation. I've taught for eight years, so I have a bit of confidence. But also, two of those years, COVID. Yeah. And so I have. I feel like, and also the first two years was pre-orf. Well, yeah. I know, but like, I was. I, I guess we all. It's everyone. Yeah, it's everyone. It's everyone. That's everybody. Ever. No, but your like, first couple of years is trial by fire. I feel like the COVID years are like worth two years at least, each. Oh, each. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I've only taught for four years. Okay. That's right. There you have it. This is your twelfth year. <laughs> oh, it's my twelfth year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's your twelfth year teaching. Add. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. dude, we learned so much. Are you kidding we me? We did, but also I didn't. Wasn't the thing was for me. Um, I haven't been able to test things. Ah, uh, and that's okay. I mean, I mean, sure. Like the the, t- the year online, obviously, it just wasn't applicable. Okay, so you haven't been able to well, test your process. That's what it is. The testing of process, the testing of growth. So when you talk about second grade, it's like, well, kind of. Sometimes they are in second grade because yeah. Like, uh, Again, online, I, I had my hand behind my back. And also the first three quarters of last year, yeah. seven eighths, really. I like There were so many limitations to where I couldn't really test the waters how I wanted to. Now that we're slowly going to this this um, 
fill in the analogies, bed of normalcy, or <laughs> I just going into. The, I was gonna say sea, then I went to sea bed. I don't know. Uh, Primordial soup. <laughs> we'll go back to that. <laughs> um, Do we have legs yet? <laughs> sitting on four. I don't know. Um, that all said, it's like. I because I have ye- I have not I've only had I've only had eight years uh-huh. and, and two of them been gone. It's like, does this work? Mm-hmm. Do I, I I'm a I'm more confident teaching than I used to be, but like, am I confident enough to like push an envelope a certain way? Mm-hmm. Is it gonna fall apart? And I haven't able, been able to test those waters yet. I think. Okay. Yes. Um, but we've learned other things that I think takes a lot longer for most people to figure out, right? Like, oh, sure, yeah. um, like, no, that, that's not a flipping, oh, sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how to get kids to actually give a care about showing up to class, that's true. you know, that's true. and how to connect with them. That's true. I, I, I feel like there's that bifurcation that we always do about uh-huh. like, the skills versus just the personability. And I feel like you're right. I've yeah. done a decent job as far as building rapport with these kids. Actually, yes. a pretty darn good job. But now it's like, okay. I, maybe it's this mentality of like, now that COVID is clearing or whatever yeah. you want to fill in the blanks. And then like sitting in those meetings where other teachers are expected to know, all right, how are we going to slowly go back towards how we can get back to our base level? Yeah. My pre- my internal pressures back up. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, how can I get back to my base level? And I don't want to lose the SEL that I've been teaching my kiddos. But oh, no. At all. But no, no, no. It's also, not an either or. It's not. And it's all integrated and you only have 45 minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. And go. <laughs> and I- I really like uh, my boys' teachers this year, mm-hmm. and my fifth grader has a uh, really Your awesome. biological boys. Yes, my biological <laughs> children uh, has a really wonderful teacher, and um, and he and I were were chatting uh, during open house, and and he was saying, you know, there's all this pressure on us to get the kids caught up with the learning loss from mm-hmm. COVID, and and he said, you know, as a as a teacher, you just kind of have to pat yourself on the back where you can because nobody's going to do it for you. And he was like, I realized that. I got my kids to make a whole year of progress last Mm. year. And he's like, there have been years where I could only get them to make half a year of progress. I don't think I can get them to make two years of progress, but I can get them to make a year of progress. And so that, that helped me. Mm. Yeah. It's like, we, we put so much pressure on ourselves and yes, there is a lot of pressure coming down from on high and, uh, we're working with human children, Yeah, you know, like you can't make a tree grow any faster than it's going to grow. You can just shout at it. I, you could. I mean, you got to water it. it. You got to give it the ideal conditions. <laughs> I'm thinking about this. Have you, have you read Frog and Toad? A long time ago. Oh, this is uh, a scene because like Toad's the, the idiot. <laughs> Frog's the, the one who has is even keel. I was like, Toad's trying to grow these seedlings. And he starts just shouting at them, grow! <laughs> it's like Frog's like, no, that's not how you do that's it. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mm. I remember talking about this before, I think, about how, you know, the, the admin wants us to rip up our saplings and check on the roots. It's like, no, like, let them let them grow. Stop ripping up my trees. When like a, a long time ago. I, I don't or? think it was the last episode. It's been a while. I feel like I've I've said it before, though. It's That's what I go back to. It's like you can't make things grow any faster than they grow. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can set the ideal conditions. But, right. Um, right. you know, I, yeah, I know that we were worried about the kids. Um, I think that we shouldn't lose that. 
we need to care about them. We need to make sure that they're okay in every way that we can. Mm -hmm. Um, But getting uh, too in the weeds, to continue with the plant thing. um, (laughs) (laughs) Or don't grow. Right? Um, It just, it doesn't do anybody any favors. Again, we need to make sure that they want to be at school and that they're feeling okay about that. And and then, like, make learning fun again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm with you there. Um, And also... To add on to that, because like for me, I really want to make sure that my kids do something art-wise mm-hmm. afterwards, mm-hmm. and so ensuring that where they go, not only do they have the skills, but also like they have they can actually go somewhere. Yeah. Like uh, my, yeah. my uh, the the middle school across the, our street, um, their choir teacher retired about a handful of years ago, and they haven't filled that space up. And I have like mm-hmm. I have forty kids in my upper grade choir wanting to go somewhere, and then I can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's not, and it's different when they're in orchestra or band because like that's not a skill. You need the learn. parents to rise up and demand it. That's the only way it happens. I know. Well, you have to have the parents like storm the principal's office. Yeah. 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 <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. Yeah. Um, I so this is my two cents. Um, you know, back in the Lauren days, we uh, we had um, some parent education nights. Um, Lauren used to be our VAPA coordinator. She was our arts administrator. Now that's Mark's job. Um, But when we were first, yes, check episode zero. She's fabulous. Um, We we had like uh, advocacy nights or education nights. And it was like, you know, VAPA was brand new in the district. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, this is why we have art and music and and what this does for your child. And so she had a whole slideshow and she brought some um, county administrators down um to to go through the arts program and and what we were doing and the way we got them there is we had the kids uh do a performance Mm -hmm. so we had them sing a couple songs so if you do something like that and then you know especially with the older kids now say it's it's up to you at this point to continue advocating for um, vapa in middle and high school uh, we've we've built a very solid foundation, and we know for all of these reasons, you know, yeah. that we've presented that it's good for them. But um, it's not going to happen unless you unless you demand That's it. That's definitely yeah. I, I agree with you. Like as much as we want to, like, early on we're talking a lot about informances, and there's a beauty and it's important to have it, but also mm-hmm. showcase whatever however you want to do performance or informance showcasing to the others the right. importance and the the the. the the livelihood of your arts program to other people so that yeah. they can say, Hey, these want to go somewhere. Right. Um, yeah. it was really cool. Uh, I mentioned this in episode one of this season, um, about the whole toy boy thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so we had our teacher of the year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says with rolled eyes, I do because Jonathan I, Seligman I, teacher of the year. Woo. <sighs> so I didn't win for, this, uh, for County. That's fine. I was nominated and I, I appreciate the recognition, but, what was more? I'm bringing this up is more important. That evening was it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine, but the beauty, the best part of it was that um, they asked my my students to perform. So at the award ceremony, at the, at the, at award, the award ceremony, ceremony for Teacher of the Year's with the counselor, the or county. Count, the county. <laughs> <laughs> teacher of the Year for the counselors. My brain. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, no, for the county, your yes. students performed. They asked my students to perform. We only had like it was like probably. Five weeks in, so yeah. I decided. Okay, you know what? Let's. I want to have my former students. Oh. So I had six creators and also a former students, and we had twelve kids on stage, and it was really cool seeing one of my students. Um, you're not supposed to have favorites, but <laughs> and so she's now she's now a senior, and she shared like how she's going to MIT next year, and like 
it's like it was so great to see her sing alongside current sixth graders and like this like this is what we do that is cool this is what we do yeah 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 nice. so anyways i don't know why, why i brought this up no um, I, I think that's that's great no it's about the kids that's what it comes back it's about to the kids yeah it's about the kids it's about you were talking about highlighting them it's about the kids also it's as out and ensuring that all kids have a, a place in systems having yeah. a system in place so that they can continue mm. to and however they want to even if it's not choir doing whatever artistic field they want to do it yeah it's so easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day as a teacher in Mm -hmm. our shoes you know like we have a lot to do every day like we've been saying we show up we hit the ground we do not emerge from that until the end of the school day but then we're wild enough to have a podcast right afterwards i know well we're nuts (laughs) but having but having those systems to uh to make sure that your program runs smoothly and then getting out of your own uh, com- classroom and making sure that they're the wider system is going to keep supporting the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so important. Yeah. Yep. Um, so hmm. wh- as we, cause this episode's kind of like reflecting on how we're doing, what not, what do you want from this year? Now that Ooh. we're a quarter in. Okay. So what I want from this year, what oh, I'm I sorry, want, if I can ask what year again is this for you? Uh, 15. 15? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a number. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What I want from school this year, what I want from the students this year, what I want for myself this year is I want, uh, I don't want this to sound saccharine, Hmm. but I just want, I want there to be a lot of joyful, exuberant learning happening. Hmm. Whatever that looks like, whatever level the kids are at, if if they're joyfully in it with me, I will feel like this was a successful year. Mm, I like that. Mm-hmm. For me, um, I think it's if the kids feel belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, and because joy is gonna like I, I from uh, joy has it's such a big word. So like what what facet of joy do I want? Mm-hmm. I think belonging is the kind of uh, facet I want to strive for. And if anything else comes out, it's great. But <laughs> but yeah. um, like. Again, I'm really. I was really astonished at how many kids have jumped into my choir this year. Like before COVID, that's one of the things that was cool about COVID. I don't know why or how or what, but um, or when or what, I I'm being dumb. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's okay. We went. For, I remember my first year. We had a, our choir was like eight kiddos. Yeah. Oh, we have 40 for upper grade and 50 for lower grade. That's so cool. And so, like, there's clearly a... Some, Get it, silly. So, some reason they, they want to be there. That's awesome. And so, how do I instill that it's not just this vertical slice of their life, but it's it's not just a moment, but it's a movement. I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 it it's, it's is. A, You've built that. Yeah. And yeah. how do I make sure, though, that they aren't just there because their friends are there, but uh-huh. they feel like they truly do belong. I remember my yeah. um, behavior specialist walking she had to take care of some stuff and she walks in and she says, oh wow you have those kids and like what she meant by that is like the kids that are often the ones that are shafted by, uh, and frequent flyers is what my counselor calls them uh-huh. <laughs> it was one girl uh, she ran for a position for student council and she said like i understand how people think i'm a misfit hmm. and but i'm i want you to vote for me because i understand what it means to be a misfit and so like, wow that's kind of what she, what my counselor was talking about. Like I, I do have a lot of misfits. Have you heard Brene Brown's, um, di- her explanation of the difference between fitting in and belonging? 
No. I love it. So she talks about how fitting in is you change yourself to make people want you to be in a place. Mm. Belonging Mm. is they want you to be in a place and you want to be in the place with them. Right. Right. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's twofold. I want my students to have a sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that for myself, especially after that last week um, before break, that I create not just systems for the school, not just systems for this district where arts grows, but also for myself. Because mm-hmm. I realized, okay, yeah, I've reached a point where I can't, I, I need to stop, and I need to, mm-hmm. I, I, I need it not. But using the phrase "focus on myself" has connotations I don't want to stay away from. But there is truth there also, mm-hmm. and so I do want to find a, a way where I can take care of myself yeah and also our energy is a finite resource it is mm-hmm. and, it, and the thing as i always focus on is time is a finite resource but also our energy is yeah. yes yeah and also like as we mentioned in the beginning of this podcast like if i can't be my if i, if I can't be my full self then i'm doing a disservice to my students yeah 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 and also like I, and as i lean more and more to advocacy during doing more of these workshops like like I'm running out of energy. Yeah. So how? So yeah, it's just, I'm yeah. trying to process all that. So that's my twofold belonging and taking care of this 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 person of mine. I'm proud to hear that. Well, thank you. Spicato awesome. after the break. Spicato after the break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. Okay, I brought a spiccato. A spiccato, but before the spiccato, oh. we always got just like those zigzags, okay. those ins and outs. It's gotcha. been a while. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. It's been what four seasons? Yeah, this is four season seasons. four. This is episode seventy. Seven. We've we crossed the sevens. Um, and Septuagenarians. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, I'm talking to you, not you, Crystal. Sorry, oh, we're done with you sorry. for okay. a hot second. Bye. Um, <laughs> And the thing is, uh, it's been great following along. We've seen a lot of the comments, a lot of the uh, people in and out. And um, in order for this community to grow, it would really help if you uh, leave that five-star review. Yep. Pause right now. Leave it. No, actually, yeah. Pause. Stop your car. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are. Yep. Pull over if you need to. Please. Yeah. Stop your car. Be safe. And do five stars. Leave us a review. Um, and also, if you leave us a review with actual text, we will read it on air. We yes. Will. We've we done love it before. that. Also, if you, even if you only listen to us on um, a podcast, you can always also jump onto YouTube and subscribe there. Subscribe, like, and um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you can always email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. 
Also, something new to us. We mentioned it in a little bit of episodes prior, but we now have a Patreon. Yes, we do. Patreon.com slash CH Classroom. There's stuff on it. Yeah, because as we mentioned before, systems, systems, systems. And the thing <laughs> is, we're, and we have finite energy. And if you want to keep on having this the dealio, keeping these lights on, yep. send a buck our way. And if you can't send a buck, that's totally fine. It's free, as it always should be. But it really does help keep these lights on. So. Yes. We have some really cool stuff. We have some merch we options. Do. What else we got, Crystal? Um, we're going to be releasing uh, exclusive lesson plans. Exclusive. Just for Patreon just members. For- You'll get some Jonathan Seligman and Crystal Pridmore original composed music mm-hmm. for your classroom. We've got all kinds of ideas. And if you if there's something that you would like us to offer, let us know. There's also sections for Ask Us, any- ask yes. us Anything. Ask so, Us Anything. So it's, it's all there. It's all there. Patreon.com slash yep. classroom. Feel free to toss us a buck. See you over there. Yeah. I have the most random spiccato. Do it. What do you got? Okay. Uh, my husband and I are photographers. Mm-hmm. We have uh, owned a photography business for 15 years. Um, I shoot weddings and um, and I love doing newborn sessions and stuff. And so this is a this is a career a, a parallel career <laughs> that I have to music teaching. So we just ordered a wall um, gallery up uh, for our house uh, with some of our travel photography because as much as I tr- as I print beautiful photos and albums for other people, I'm kind of bad at at printing my own art for my own house. I get you there. Yeah. So I decided to finally fix that, and I chose some of my favorite pictures from our travels and cool. put them on the wall. But every single picture frame came with a one-inch level. (laughs) So I now have a pile of one-inch tiny levels. Um, And I was like, this is the most delightful... Um, to those toy. who aren't aware, what what is a level? Okay, so a level is a is tool. Is it high, low, middle? Like, <laughs> what do you got here? It's a tool, a tool like a like a, a level that you would buy at Home Depot, and so it is bright yellow. It has lines in it, and it has a little bubble in it. And when you put it on a shelf or on anything that you want to make sure is straight, so in this case it was the picture frames on the wall, then the bubble will land right in the dead center of the level so that's what it is and if it's uh too far on either side the bubble drifts mm-hmm. to either side that's uh, this what is we are looking neon at green i'm sorry okay yellow neon green splitter whatever <laughs> what would you do with a level what like would you do with a level? level? Yeah, I feel like I, I have enough of these things. Um, I could probably give them to every kid. <laughs> Man, they feel like they want to eat this, though. Like, this looks like the fluorescence okay, of Okay, maybe don't give them to yeah, kindergarten. Give, it to, okay. <laughs> give them sixth grade only. Sixth grade only. Sixth grade? Uh, maybe fifth. Depends on the... Really? I can Your see... kids eat levels? Dude, Tide Pods, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tide pods. You want to talk about second grade? Is your lowest common denominator? Tide pods. Okay. That's my life. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so let's see. What would you do with level? What would you do? How with would it? you be? Able, so so hmm, I'm thinking too scientific. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Play. Think like a kid. My first thought was vocal exploration. I thought it would be really fun to look mm. at your own level and go. And follow the bubble up and down. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then you could talk about high pitch and low pitch and maybe make one side of the room high and low. I have a giant xylophone made out of paper on my bulletin board that I use for behavior. I have a mallet on it and I slide it from the high note mm-hmm. to the low note mm-hmm. if we're not doing so great. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking I could just use that and point to the high notes or the low notes and have them rock their level back and forth. Okay. Um, with that, that was my, f- that was my first ponder. 
the movement is so graceful. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a guy. fun so, fidget, right? It's a fun fidget. Yeah, and that there, there's a winner right there. Mm-hmm. I'm more thinking about having someone being the conductor, and so as it moves up to a different one, like uh-huh. you have to change your body shape. How or to oh. what? I'm not sure, but but because so this is so the tempo. Sm- yeah, yeah. Because the only problem is I, I know the tempo or because it moves in the like articulation. A kind of the, okay, okay. Legato. But it I'm, is a legato bubble. I am thinking like more like it, it doesn't. It's, it's not sudden it's not right so it's not flick it's not dab it's definitely a zzz, transition between one and the other so when they i don't know maybe you have your doc cam so you can they can see it on the screen a little bigger because only one inch yeah. but as it moves from one end to the other they have to shift to a different mo- position mm-hmm. and they move with the bubble i like that what are your thoughts that's a cute idea what would you do with a level mm-hmm. if you have a thoughts uh tweet us at us at us at ch classroom do it Aren't they fun? Do it. Yeah. I was like, I can't throw these away. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> I mean, you can, but they, why? Yeah. Why not? why not? Gotta save them. So I seriously sorry, have... These are so stupidly fascinating. Uh, you can keep it. You want no, them? I, I, I have I, so I, many. <laughs> I have levels. <laughs> okay. All right. Round of the week. Um, I have a silly song of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is not around, but it was just too dumb to pass up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at this right now. So what is this? What, are, what, what am I looking at? This is a campfire song. Okay. Um, so uh, every year we send our sixth graders to sixth grade camp and ours are getting ready to go. Um, and so I wanted to teach them a couple of campfire songs. And so this is sung to Do Re Mi from The Sound of Music. <sighs> But I have an idea we can do this song. Oh, yeah? Okay, so this is about Jaws. Mm. Jaws, a shark, a great big shark. Teeth, the things that kind of crunch. Bite, the friendly sharks. Hello, us, his favorite juicy lunch. Blood, that turns the ocean red. Chomp. That, that means the shark's been fed. Gulp, I, I guess that now we're dead. That, that brings us back to Jaws, 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 Jaws. A shark, a great big shark. Teeth, the things that kind of crunch. Bite, the friendly sharks. Hello, us, his favorite juicy lunch. Blood, that turns the ocean red. Chomp. That means the shark's been fed. Gulp, I guess that now we're dead. That brings us back to Jaws. Jaws. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't and know how you end it. Then we Baby Shark. <gasps> baby Shark. You really have to find some means of transition. But, so my lower require always warms up with the dough I need, just for funsies. Yeah. This would be a good change of pace. Yes. Especially for October, since that's when we're recording it. Um, num, num. <laughs> num, num. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought it was hysterical. This is dumb. I yeah, love it. <laughs> it's dumb, and it's just dark enough that I, this is this is fifth grade gold. Yeah, this could be fourth of six easily. Yeah. Even third, depending yep. on the cohort. Maybe. I still have some security cats in that class. Fair. Yeah, we're a little sensitive. Yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth all over it.
Cool. Well, yeah. Crystal, it's going to be back. It is going to be back. It's going to be back. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And yeah. Crystal, if do you have anything you want to promote? I mean, you can find me. Sure. Well. You can find me in all the places. So if you want to find me um, on Instagram, I'm crystal.pridmore. Uh, and you can uh, you can find me at crystalpridmore.com. Awesome, awesome. You can find me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N on all the socials. Yes, <laughs> I see that Crystal is dancing along with it on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I need to upload. I need to do more stuff on that TikTok, I swear. Um, you can also find us at CH Classroom on all the socials except for YouTube. But that might change because I'm doing new handle stuff. Oh, uh, hey. Yeah. But at CH Classroom for everything except for YouTube, youtube.com slash chaotic harmony classroom. And you can always email us at chaotic harmony classroom at gmail.com. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Find us, talk to us. We love you. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com No, thank you. You're the best. You look good in stripes. Blue's your color. Okay. <laughs> Can you stop flirting on camera? Never. Never. Um, if you don't gross people out, why are you even in a relationship? I kind of live for it. You're wearing a sporting shirt. Well, yeah. Our, our uh, Today is um, Potters versus uh, Dodgers, and so school said oh. everyone wears stuff. Got it. And the thing is, though, I bought this Tatis shirt before the whole doping situation. And so oh. got some shade thrown my way. Oh, like, Bro, man. I bought this a year ago, okay? Like, uh-huh. I liked Tatis back then. I still do, but <laughs> issues. This, one of the um, the kindergarten special ed teachers, uh-huh. um, she she has an ongoing thing with one of our custodians who's a huge Dodgers fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and gosh. so every I'm time he, every time he goes by dressed all in blue, she has taught her entire class to go, Dodgers, boo! <laughs> <laughs>